Welcome to the Celebrate Recovery Talk It Out podcast. Talk It Out was designed to help those struggling from hurts, habits, and hangups get a little extra boost in their week. From the Word of God, the CR steps, principles, and literature, we will meet every single Tuesday to talk it out about recovery. Thank you so much for joining us today and keep coming back. Welcome everyone to Talk It Out. My name is James and I'm a grateful recovered addict through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm super grateful today for my family and my church family. Speaking of church family, I'm joined with a guest today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us one thing that you are grateful for today. Hey guys, I'm Chance and I am grateful for uh, the presence of God in my life, the Holy Spirit um, you know, him coming to dwell inside of me and, uh, the promise that, uh, he will never leave, uh, nor forsake me and, uh, and that he's here to stay. And, uh, I'm here, I'm grateful for my church family, grateful for CR and, uh, grateful for Living Way. Um, fantastic, just, you know, amazing church family. And, um, I just, I couldn't be more grateful. Amen. This week in CR, we talked about the reasons why we get stuck. So today's episode will be about taking action. Why don't you go ahead and pray us in, Chance, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. <clears throat> Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord, um, for this podcast. Lord, I thank you for James. I thank you for every person that's listening. Lord, I thank you for the uh, Celebrate Recovery family uh, nationwide, worldwide, Lord, um, the Celebrate Recovery family at, at um, our church, Living Way. Father God, I thank you for everything that you're doing. And Lord, Father, I pray, Lord, that you'll touch every mind and touch every heart for every person that's listening to this podcast, whether it be live or after it's been recorded, Father God. And Lord, I I pray, Lord Jesus, that you just have your way, Lord, in, in every person's mind that's listening to this, Father God. I pray that you have your way, Lord, and and um, let your spirit go forth and heal and mend every situation, Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trugging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the depths are high, and you want to smile but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must but do not quit. Success is failure turned inside out the silver tints of the clouds of doubt, and you never know how close you are. It may seem near when it seems afar, so stick to the fight when your hardest hit. It's when things go wrong when you mustn't quit. That's a poem called Don't Quit, and it's from a writer that's unknown. Hmm. We have to realize that recovery is not easy, and the journey will come with some obstacles in our path. But it is easier for you to move on and tough it out in hard times rather than quitting or giving in. Chance, what do you find in your recovery has left you feeling stuck at times and keeps you from taking action? Uh, So in my recovery, um, I've felt stuck at times when um, I just, I feel like, I felt like, you know, I should be uh, further along and, you know, along the road. 
um, you know, that I should be out doing, you know, doing things and uh, making a difference more than I am. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, there's times where I just feel like I'm just in, you know, a waiting period, um, you know, to where I just have to, you know, I know that um, I have to be patient and wait for, you know, the Lord's will to come to pass in areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in those moments, um, I just, it's, I just have to remember that, um, you know, it's, it's so cool because, um, you know, I'm in the process and there's, there's times where I just, it just hits me that, you know, I'm in the middle of the process and that there's things that are, that are coming that haven't come yet. And, you know, I'm waiting on those things and it's just, it's, it's a really cool feeling to know that, wow, you know, God, he's made me promises and he's told me things that are, that are coming and, you know, they haven't come yet and, you know, I'll see them and I'll be able to look back and be like, wow, you know, I, you know, the patience paid off and, you know, to, to see others, you know, to see people, you know, really flowing in their gifts and, you know, really shining, uh, for the kingdom, you know, sometimes it, 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 you know, it just makes me feel like I, I should be further along than I am, but I know that, you know, the Lord's will is perfect and his timing is perfect. And, um, to just be patient and, you know, the day by day process mm-hmm. of just, you know, just facing that, you know, facing those, uh, those challenges every day, um, it it really strengthens our faith, you know, that day by day process of patience, and you know those thoughts come back of man, I want to be further along than I am, but um, and then just saying, hey, you know, I know the promises that God's made me, and you know I'm just going to be patient and wait, and you know really just make try to make the most out of you know this space, this area that I'm in of just waiting and it's it just it it's a special feeling it's a special place of just being in the middle and knowing that something great is coming up uh, up ahead and yeah. so yeah that's that, that crock pot process like i was talking about last week right. not the microwave you know yeah the patience pays off at the end mm-hmm. for sure that's exactly right yeah man the devil's not happy with this living for god he wants nothing more than to have our souls That's where the battle comes in our recovery and in our walk with God. He doesn't have to mess with us whenever we live for our flesh and give in to the pleasures of the world because we know they are wrong. Whenever we choose to do the right thing, he is trying all he can to get us back. That's the spiritual warfare that we hear about all the time. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, and it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but we do give the devil too much credit. Sure, he is fighting for our souls, like I said, but whenever we are tempted and then it comes to the power of choice, just like Adam and Eve, they knew they were tempted and that it was wrong, but they chose to sin. So the two greatest enemies when we are battling spiritually are the devil and ourselves. The devil can tempt us all he wants, but at the end of the day, it boils down to us giving in to those pleasures. So, Chance, what tools have you found necessary to fight the good fight of faith and keep your recovery in the process? Uh, I, I, just, um, I, just, I just like to think about what God has told me and what, you know, the promises that he's made. 
And, um, you know, I just, lately I've really um, just been uh, resting in, you know, the promise that he's always going to be here and that he's he's not going to leave and he's not going to let go. And, you know, through the ups and downs and um, through the rough times and the good times, you know, um, you know, not too long ago, um, you know, I was going through a really rough spot and, you know, I, I, the Lord brought me through it and, you know, I, I was, you know, he brought me into his presence and he brought me into his love again. And, you know, that, you know, just him, him reassuring me that he's never going to leave. It just, it did something to me, you know, that time because, you know, I've, I've known about that promise, uh, for a while and, and I had, uh, I had, um, you know, just, just kind of been thinking about it and, and not really, you know, just kind of thinking about it from different angles and the enemy would come in and be like, you know, what if this and what if that? And, um, and for me to go through, you know, this, uh, you know, a really rough time, you know, after all that thinking and then him to say that again, um, you know, really shows me that, you know, he may, he means what he says and, you know, he's not, he's not going to go back on his word and he's not going to cancel it out. Um, you know, it stands forever. Um, and you know, once he makes that promise, you know, it's, it's sealed and it's done. And so, you know, another tool that I use to, you know, fight the good fight of faith is, is to just really just, um, you know, think about the, uh, think about what's been preached about at the church and, you know, the messages that a pastor preaches and, and, um, you know, the messages that celebrate recovery, um, you know, those messages, uh, I've, I've thought about how, you know, you know, how is it possible that, you know, God, you know, speaks through, you know, the pastor and it's able to apply to every single person in the room, you know, personally, not just generally, but personally, and, you know, it just blows my mind because, you know, I've thought about how, you know, every time we go in the sanctuary and every time we, you know, sit down for a Sunday or Wednesday service or just a service and whenever, you know, that it's, it's, um, it's uh, specific to every person in the room and, you know, it applies and it hits every person and, um, it, you know, none of it is irrelevant. And it, it really just, you know, it, it blows my mind how that happens, you know, every single service. It's and, God speaking. That's right. That's exactly right. Exactly what it is. That's right. And so, yeah, that's just, that's a couple of things that I use to, to, uh, to, you know, keep me moving forward and, um, you know, keep me uh, pushing. We have to realize that the fight becomes easier when we have the right tools, like Chance was talking about. Imagine a knight going to war with no other knights. I mean, with other knights, but our knight has no armor, no sword, no shield, or any protection while the other knights do, and they're going at war. Ephesians six ten through 18 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and, the, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the, evil, the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, 
and after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in your place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kind of prayer and request. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Man, I love that scripture, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. We must read the Word and listen to the guidance of our leaders and sponsors. Pray and fast whenever and however we can, and keep our thoughts on God and speak the truth. At the end of the day, what we say to others makes the biggest difference in the world. Recovery and your walk with God doesn't end when you leave the building. It's a consistent process, like what we talked about last week. Chance, hasn't all the steps that you've taken since you've come to Living Way and CR helped you stay stronger? outside of the church and CR? Absolutely. Um, you know, one one of the steps that stands out to me uh, is uh, sponsorship. And that, you know, I've, I've been thinking about that and just about how everybody, you know, no matter if they're in a recovery program or not, you know, everybody needs someone to talk to. And, you know, that's right. sponsorship. And how... You know, everyone has something that they're in recovery for, um, whether it be big or small. Um, you know, everyone has something. And so just uh, trying to meet, I've tried to pay attention to opportunities where I know, I've noticed that someone is in, you know, they're opening up to me about something. And I can move into that um, mode of, um, ministering to them and to encouraging them and, you know, uh, trying to be a sponsor for them in that moment. Um, and so, you know, sponsorship is so, so important and, you know, God will bring someone into your life. Um, you know, it it doesn't matter how many, you know, if you don't know very many people at all, you know, God, you know, pray. If you, if you pray for God to bring someone into your life, that'll be a sponsor for you. And, you know, you can, you know, you pray that over and over again. He will. Um, um, and so he'll bring someone into your life that'll understand and that'll uh, be able to relate to you and will uh, be able to sponsor you. And um, and God has done that for me. And I'm so thankful for that. And, um, yeah, so, you know, sponsorship, just trying to look at, trying to look out for people that um, that I can speak life into that I can speak God's word into and that'll receive it. That'll, they'll have a good soil. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, CR has really helped me, um, stay me stronger, uh, mentally. And, and, and when it comes to sponsorship, it's not just about sponsoring. Whenever we sponsor somebody, we have to make sure that we have our sponsor too. That's right. Cause at the end of the day, we could, you know, we could slip up at any moment, even if we feel like we're on top of the world and we're mentoring someone else. Absolutely. We have to make sure that we're staying strong, too. Yeah. And that's important when Absolutely. it comes to sponsorship. Yeah. Having someone to talk to 
is uh, is so incredibly important. Um, you know, everyone needs a sponsor. Um, you know, sponsors need sponsors. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. We have to find the tools necessary outside of church and CR so that when we are vulnerable, we are strong. When we talk about being stuck, I can't help but think of my job. Whenever the lawnmower gets stuck in the mud enough, no matter how much I push that throttle and those tires start to spin, that lawnmower's going nowhere. Now, there's going to be certain times where the help of somebody else can push that mower or pull it out as I push the throttle. But if they don't have the power and that mower is stuck enough, we need a vehicle and a chain to pull that sucker out. We are like the mower stuck in the mud, not going anywhere in life because of our hang-ups. The person trying their hardest to push us and pull us out and we're not going anywhere is like a sponsor. They will be able to help you along your journey, but won't always be able to pull you out of your rut. God is the vehicle, and the tools that we use in our recovery are like the chains that connect the mower to the vehicle. Chance, why don't you tell us a little bit about an instance in your life where you felt stuck, and what, with what tools have you learned from CR freed you from that situation? Um, you know, uh, one of God has brought one of my family members into my life. Um, you know that has been, uh, you know, such a, uh, such an important part of my walk, uh, and you know, with you know keeping. Uh, keep on going and um, he's helped me so much and uh, you know just the principle of admitting and you know I had to admit some so you know uh, you know tough a tough situation to him and you know the sponsorship principle and you know God has you know had him step into my life to to be you know another another sponsor for me Um, and so you know, God, you know, used uh, that person in my life to really pull me out. And, um, you know, it was hard, you know, I had to admit some embarrassing, you know, embarrassing thing to him. But, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the people that, uh, the people that don't judge you and that, you know, they, they instead encourage you, um, you know, whenever you open up to them and you, you tell them about some really, you know, uh, embarrassing things, um, whenever they don't, um, you know, whenever they encourage you instead of discourage you, um, that's, you know, that's a sign that, that, you know, that person is in it with you for the long haul. And, um, you know, we all need those kind of people. And, you know, my family member is uh, definitely that kind of person. And, you know, they, they were with me in that moment of, uh, you know, whenever I felt stuck and I felt just, uh, you know, just um, like I wasn't really, you know, making much progress and I failed. But, you know, they were still encouraging me to keep pushing forward and to uh, keep at it. And, um, yeah, that uh, for CR, um, CR has really just... Um, open my mind to the recovery process and you know how it's just a it's a day uh, everyday thing and it's not just a you know one segment of your life it's it's every day amen amen 
And, uh, but yeah, man, that, uh, you know, admitting and, you know, sponsorship and, um, you know, inventory is another one that is, is so important. Um, you know, taking that daily inventory and, you know, just being aware of things that can, um, that you might, you know, that can be easy to, to miss. Um, but just taking that daily inventory, um, helps so, so much. And you had given me that little notebook and, uh, that's, that's, I, that, I think that's an awesome thing, man. Yes. Taking daily inventory. I mean, starting out for me, I started writing it down every single day in that little notebook. Mm-hmm. Celebrate Recovery has a notebook. I'm telling them in case they don't know. Yeah. They have a little notebook you can get that's, I think, one or two dollars. Mm-hmm. It's real cheap and you can take personal inventory, but you don't even need the notebook. You can take personal inventory on any piece of paper. Yeah. I've gotten to the point to where I take personal inventory when I pray at night yeah. and don't even write it down anymore. So definitely taking personal inventory makes a big difference in your recovery. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to go ahead and go, come to a close. Today, I encourage you guys to use the tools necessary to free you from your bondage. Pray to God and ask Him to help you know what you need. Because what me and Chance need may be something completely different from what you need. We all have our own personal convictions. Chance, do you have anything else on your heart that you want to share today to the listeners? Or any burning desires before we close? Man, I just I just want to encourage all y'all. Um you know, God, you know, his, his Holy Spirit, you know, um, whenever he comes to dwell inside of you, he's there to stay. And, um, you know, he's, he's there to finish the work that he started and his, his word will not return void. And, um, and so I encourage you to just recall, you know, those promises that God's made to you. Recall the promises that, you know, jump off the page to you because that's God speaking to you in that moment. And um, I, I just encourage you to just hold on to those promises through every day and repeat those promises. And whenever you come under attack, you know, that's the weapons that, that you use against the enemy that'll work every time. And that'll uh, f- um, win that battle. And uh, they're already won because the promises are already there. And God just wants us to take a hold of them and not let go. And um, Amen. 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 Guys, don't forget to follow us wherever you are listening. We will have new episodes every single Tuesday. And check out the polls and questions we have weekly on Spotify. Last week we asked what you think a good future topic would be. Don't ignore those polls and questions. We would love to hear you interact with us. Also, if you can, feel, if you can feel free to support the podcast. Links are in all descriptions. You guys have a blessed day and keep coming back. Keep coming back.